The following is a work of audio fiction. Any resemblance to real persons, living or dead, is purely coincidental. Seriously. Even if some of these people sound exactly like a person that you know, it's not them, okay? Golden Acres is a completely fictional town and is not at all based on Green Acres, located in Scarsdale, New York, where our creator grew up. That is a total fluke. Please do not falsely assume that any of these characters, storylines, or descriptions is based in fact. That's how rumors get started. Rockin' Robin reporting for duty. Before I send your favorite songs into the airwaves, I have a brief announcement from the Golden Acres Police Department. Michelle Grimm, a sophomore at St. Michael's, has gone missing. She was last seen at soccer practice Friday afternoon. Michelle is 5'3", has long blonde hair, and what friends and family describe as an unruly attitude. Michelle, if you're listening, go home. You're bumming everyone out. Have either of you heard of a mommy makeover? <laughs> of course I've heard of it, Mia. It's my entire Google history. Bethany? Yes? Have you heard of a mommy makeover? A what? Sorry. I can't stop checking my phone. One of our students has been missing since Friday. Michelle Grimm? Yes. Mm-hmm. Caitlin told me about it in a rare moment of human interaction. Apparently Michelle is quite a wild child. There's no way Caitlin used the phrase wild child. You're right. But I didn't want to say drugged-out whore in polite company. Valerie! What? Mia made me say it. Way to throw me. Another woman under the bus. It's called fair-weather feminism. And I'm honestly proud Caitlin is experimenting with descriptive language because her development is my entire life's work. You guys, this is serious. A girl is missing. I ran into Michelle's mom at the grocery store yesterday. She's a complete wreck. Then why is she at the grocery store? (laughs) You family people are masochists. I'm sure she's terrified, okay? But I doubt it's anything to worry about. Michelle's probably out there partying somewhere, having way too much fun to come home. For three days? Maybe she went over to state for the weekend. Those kids have full-on benders. Is it sad I miss partying with college kids? They make me feel so smart. I hate it, college. They make you pick a major. Like, why? Michelle Grimm just started having weekly meetings with Father Williams about her behavior. So? Caitlin has had tons of those. It's cheaper than therapy. Don't you think it's a little suspicious that Michelle just started meeting with him and then she disappeared? No. Not really. I'd run away too if I had to talk to a priest 101. (laughs) Okay, sure, fine, but I can't help wondering, what if Father Williams took her? Took her? Like, kidnapped? Yes. Oh boy. You want to feel this one, Mia, or should I? All yours. It's too touchy for my taste. I'm not touchy. I'm sharing my thoughts on a horrible situation. Bethany, my dearest friend, my darling angel, I want to hear you, I want to support you, but Father Williams did not take anything other than a misguided vow of celibacy. How can you say that? You of all people should know men are capable of anything. That's a good point. But you don't have anything to go on other than thinking he's creepy. I just find it suspicious that he's having weekly meetings with the one student who ends up missing. Didn't some girl go missing for a week last year and then they found out she was living at the mall? Oh yeah, Gap Girl. What an inspiration. You know she started that Wetzel's Pretzel's diet. Maybe Bethany can tell the police to check them all. Those racks in Forever 21 could hide an entire sorority. I'm sure they've already checked them all. Do you have any idea how lazy the police are? You're right. That was very optimistic of me. Maybe I'm coming down with something. Mia, fill my forehead. 
clammy. You don't think it's at all suspect that Father Williams took an interest in this girl and now she's missing? No. No. I think it's very sweet you're worried, but it's only been one weekend. I once ran away for ten days. Really? Yep. It would have been longer, but I didn't know how to do my own laundry. See? Kids are crazy. Caitlin's moral failings would keep me up at night if I let myself think about them. Let's talk about something more fun, like mommy makeovers. Okay, but I really don't know what that is. Tommy Tommy tuck, tuck, boob lift. At the same time? So is Karen thinking of getting one? Yes, and she asked my opinion about it. That's not appropriate. She's your employer. I know. It put me in a shitty position. You can't tell someone they need plastic surgery. They won't forget it. Believe me. You told me to get a butt lift last month. Exactly, and you're still bringing it up. My butt is sky high for your information. This would be more for volume. Why does Karen want plastic surgery? She looks great. Because she's in an open marriage now. She's reclaiming her body and her sex life. Plus, there are some amazing deals on Groupon. I checked daily. I told Karen she has to make the decision herself. Good. That's the perfect response. I also told her about my friend's mom who died during liposuction. Mia... But she didn't seem to take it seriously. I think she assumed it happened in Mexico. Oh. Is it bad I also assumed it happened in Mexico? Yes. Yes. I grew up in NorCal. I know that, but you're... Never mind. I'm so sorry. It's okay. I won't report you to my casual racism Facebook group because we're close friends. Thank you. Would you guys ever go into the knife? No way. I'd be so embarrassed if something went wrong. You'd be embarrassed? Of course. Can you imagine the fallout? Oh, how did Bethany die? Ah, her vanity killed her. Mortifying. I did not expect that to be your reason. Mia? It's impossible for me to predict how desperate I'll be once I'm old. Maybe I'll want it when I turn 25. I think plastic surgery is admirable. These people are risking their lives to be better. That's true commitment to change. I once watched an episode of Botched, and it ruined me. That woman's face, I still see it when I close my eyes. What did it look like? Misplaced. Does Phil want Karen to get lifted and tucked? He's staying neutral. Imagine how great the world would be if men always stayed neutral. Wow. I'm getting shivers just thinking about it. I think it's just really cold in here. You're right. I can see Bethany's nipples through her shirt. Mm. (laughs) Bethany, we can see your nips. What? That's okay. I'm fine. Are you okay? Because Valerie's sexualizing you and you're not even blushing. Is it the missing girl again? No, I, I mean, I'm worried about Michelle, but actually, I think I have a moral conundrum. Ooh, I love moral conundrums. Ask my opinion. I'm always right. Isn't the point of a moral conundrum that there isn't a clear right? Not when I play. Come on, Bethany. Give me a good one. Okay, so you know how I volunteer at Golden Years Retirement Home? Yes. Mm-hmm. Although I'll never understand why living with your mother-in-law should be enough penance for anything bad you've ever considered doing. You volunteer all the time, Valerie. I've done a lot of bad things. Aren't you afraid you're going to catch something from all those old people? Like, the way they smell? What is that smell? And when does it start happening? I'll let you know. When I stop hanging out with you. I understand. I'll have to start wearing a face mask to protect me from my own scent. I don't mind the way they smell. I love spending time there. Older people have such a different perspective. Like what? Women should stay in the kitchen and the police should keep shooting unarmed black people? I didn't realize you've met my abuela. You two are mean. Sure, some of their political views are outdated, but these people have lived through things. They've seen the world change, and then they've seen it change again. That's not an accomplishment, unless they were part of changing it. They also always remind me to eat more fiber. Now that's good thinking. Is the moral conundrum that one of the residents wants you to euthanize them? Because I think, if they're ready to go, you should do it. I don't plan to live past 60, and I'd appreciate your support. 
60? 80, 85, I can understand, but 60 is way too soon to kill yourself. Agree to disagree. No one wants me to euthanize them. So what happened? Well, like most stories at Golden Years, it all started at bingo night. Mr. Dennis, please report to your bathroom. A Golden Years attendant will meet you there for a full cleanup. No need to be embarrassed. I think they just called B-13, Mrs. Chung. I know. I might be incontinent. But I'm not deaf. Oh, I'm sorry, I just... I come here for the socializing, Bethany, not for this rigged excuse of a game. I don't think the bingo is rigged. Oh, really? Who is checking the balls other than the old bird up there? Mrs. Middleton? Seem a bit funky. Her special lady friend Ethel has won more than her fair share, if you know what I mean. I have no problem with lesbians as long as they play by the same rules as the rest of us. And don't have children. Oh, look, there's Bob flashing around like a peacock in his pink blazer. That thing is 100% silk. I read the tag. He looks very nice. Oh, what a body. That man can eat me under the table and still fit in his spandex leisure wear the next morning. Mrs. Chong, does someone have a little crush? Um, Bob? Fuck no! I still have both my original breasts. I don't need to pay for male attention. Pay? What do you mean, pay? Oh, you don't know? Bob's our resident hooker. And an overpriced one if you believe any goddamn thing that comes out of Lucy Goldman's dentures. Oh my god! Is the moral conundrum if we should allow old people to have sex? Because I think the obvious answer is no. Don't be such a prude! Elderly intercourse is said to be some of the most fulfilling sex there is. Whoever said that is doing it wrong. Do you really not see the problem? It's not old people having intercourse. It's old people having intercourse for money. Personally, I think it's great. No reason not to spend your money while you still can. Large inheritance can really stunt people. They can? Of course. That's why I'm donating everything to charity when I die. Don't tell Caitlin. How much is this Bob guy charging? I wasn't sure if he even was charging. Mrs. Chong isn't exactly trustworthy. She once spread a horrible rumor that Mrs. Lopez poisoned Mrs. Dunn's Jell-O. Turns out Mrs. Dunn was just allergic to Jell-O. Jell-O freaks me out. It jiggles when no one is touching it. (laughs) I'm sorry. Were you able to verify Chong's story? Unfortunately, yes. I made the mistake of going right to the source. Hooker Bob. Hooker Bob. Unfortunately, Gertrude has passed in her sleep. We'll remember her fondly. On a brighter note, we're having spaghetti! Ah, come in, darling, come in, come in. Now, now you can put that package down over there. Over here? Wherever, just toss it. <laughs> it's probably from one of my wretched grandkids trying to worm their way into the will. Little do they know, I have made a ton of bad investments. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, I'm, I'm sure your family loves you regardless. Oh, not my oldest grandson, Charlie. Oh, he is incapable of love. He's a sociopath. They got him diagnosed and everything. Oh, wow. I'm sorry to hear that. Ah, it's fine. There's one in every family. A diagnosed sociopath? Sure. Or, worse, some kind of evangelist. Either one makes holidays unbearable. Please have a seat. Hey, listen. Do you play video games? Hmm? I just got the latest Call of Duty. And my arthritis, well, it's acting up, so I'm sure you can beat me. That sounds fun, but I I actually wanted to talk to you about something. Ah, yeah. Okay. I figured this would come up sooner or later. Just a moment, sweetheart. Okay. Now, we have some privacy. Now listen to me. 
It's $40 for an hour, 60 if you want me to use my mouth. I know young guys claim to love it, but it's a lot of work, and I already grind my teeth. My ears are bleeding. Take me back. Take me back before this horrible story ruined my young life. You weren't even there. So what did you do? $40 or 60 Oh my god! You slept with him? Of course not. That's Valerie's horrible idea of a joke. <laughs> I don't know what happened. You have a hard time saying no when you think it might hurt someone's feelings. I didn't pay an old man $60 to lick me. If you say so, but we really only have your word for it. Please put your pants back on, Bob. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Most of us around here don't have enough time left for foreplay. But if you want it, I can schedule some in for an extra 20 bucks. I think there's been a big misunderstanding. All right. You're telling me my prices are too high? Look, I tried to Google the going rate, but it, it varies so much and the pop-up ads were very graphic. Call me old-fashioned, but I like a bit left to the imagination when it comes to another man's balls. I want to be very clear. I am not here for paid sex. Ah, I get it. You want the volunteer discount. It's a good deal, but it still costs you something. No, I'm here to talk about paid sex. I heard rumblings about your business, and I wanted to see if they were true, which they obviously are. So how long has this been going on? Prostitution? Why, it's the oldest profession in the world. No, no. How long has it been going on at Golden Year's retirement home? Well, let's see. Uh, when did this place open? <laughs> All right, don't look so shocked, darling. Marty Oldstein, bless his heart, he used to be the top dog. But then he had a stroke and lost control of his right hand. That really opened up a lot of legs for me. That's that's enough information, thank you. Hey, anytime. It's nice to be used for my mind and not my body for once. I thought you were a neurophysicist. Ah, that was another lifetime. Now it's all manual labor. Okay, um... Bob, you know what you're doing is highly illegal, right? I, I feel like it's my duty as a volunteer and member of this community to report it. Bethany, no! Come on, don't be a narc. Really, Mia? This had you screaming bloody murder a minute ago. Yeah, because it's disgusting, but I'm sure it makes them happy. It's a crime. Yeah, well, they're technically already in jail. Have you ever tried the food at a retirement home? It's like they want you to starve to death. When have you eaten at a retirement home? I was very broke in college, and a lot of old people will believe you if you say you're their granddaughter. I'm proud and disappointed in you at the same time. It's very upsetting that you two are my only sounding boards. So who did you report it to, the head of old people? I haven't told anyone anything yet. Why? Bob begged me not to. He even tried to get down on his knees, but didn't have the flexibility. I am begging you, please don't tell the administration. This place is run by Nazis, and I'm not just saying that. Mr. Weber, we call him Hitler with glasses. He subscribes to some very anti-Semitic news. Have you ever heard of Breitbart? Bob, you're putting me in a very uncomfortable position. Not really. You won't let me touch you. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's old man sex humor. It's the worst kind from what my kids tell me, but I, I love it. It gets me through my days. Can't you just stop charging the women and have regular sex? Okay, listen to me, darling. If I don't charge them, emotions get involved. And before you know it, I have 15 girlfriends and no spending money. 15? That's the entire second floor. I know. That's what I'm saying, darling. Look, Bethany, the truth is we're old. We spent our entire lives trying to live by the rules and still ended up in this shithole. Bored out of our fading minds. It's not even about the money. It's not even about the sex. The truth is, it's about misbehaving for the last time before we die. Wow. 
What a performance from Hooker Bob. I'm tearing up. That man is a hero. What does he look like? Gross. I'm asking for a friend. Who? Bethany's mother-in-law. Valerie. What? It might loosen her up. Oh, come on. Be honest. You never know what to get her for Christmas. Well, I know it's not going to be a gift certificate for Hooker Bob. He has gift certificates? Classy. What did you tell him? I said I'd think about it before making any rash decisions. And now you don't know what to decide, so it's a moral conundrum. Exactly. I don't want to get Bob in trouble, but I also don't want to volunteer at a brothel. You know what I do when I have a moral conundrum? What? Nothing. I let it figure itself out. Explains so much about you. In a bad way. There's nothing to figure out here. If I don't say anything, Bob will keep charging innocent women for sex. I hardly think they're innocent. Oh! I have a solution. Are you ready? I can take it or leave it, to be honest. What we have here, ladies, is a profoundly difficult situation because there is nothing morally wrong with exchanging sex for money. Society just wants us to think it's bad to prevent women from having financial freedom. But despite being morally neutral, it can create an unhealthy power dynamic when misguided. So you need to make rules. What? What is she saying? Guidelines are especially necessary here because we're dealing with the potentially infirm or senile. So there has to be fair pricing and no swindling of the frail or demented. At the first sign of cognitive decline, Bob has to turn the women away. You'll obviously have to oversee his judgment. Okay, I'm sorry. Your solution to this problem is for me to run the brothel? How did you follow that? I'm suggesting loose management. I can move some stuff around and help you out if you want. I refuse to help, but I'll continue to love and support you in different ways. What kind of ways? Off the top of my head, fashion advice. I don't need fashion advice. I need help extracting myself from an underground sex ring. Why don't you quit? It's not like they're paying you. Or playing devil's advocate here, why don't you take a cut and donate it to charity? Like a pimp? I don't think pimps donate to charity, but maybe I'm wrong. Everyone loves a tax deduction. I don't want to be any more involved than I already am. Okay, but it has been scientifically proven that the mind stays healthier longer if people have something to focus on. Maybe you could help Bob, you know, turn it into a proper small business with employees. I bet Golden Year's cognitive testing would be through the roof. You'd be volunteer of the year. Yeah, but it'd be hard to celebrate in prison. Ha! Like they'd ever convict a white woman. Would you two ever pay for sex? Mia. Sorry. Have you two ever paid for sex? No. I would pay for emotional support, though. Like a therapist? Like a hot man who will listen to me whine while rubbing my feet. You two pretend to be my friends, but neither one of you will go near my feet. You've never asked. But before you do, the answer is absolutely not. I don't get paid sex. Isn't the best part of intimacy that you picked them and they picked you? Maybe if you're a lesbian. Men will pick just about anyone. That's sexist. Yep. I'm not perfect. I think the best part about sex is after it's over and they look at you like they owe you their life. So you can ask them for anything and they have to say yes. Do you have any actual feelings, Mia? Does it matter? Yes. Is it bad I can't think of a good part of sex, let alone the best part? Yes. You're probably just in a rut. Hmm. I know a guy who can get you out of it for only 40 or 60. Please. I'm sure he'd give me the pretty woman discount. Okay, I can't think about this anymore. I've got to make a decision. I've made a decision. Tell us. Yeah, come on. I've decided not to report Bob. He isn't hurting anyone, and what residents do with their money is none of my business. If the administration has failed to notice, that's on them, not me. That's a wonderful decision. Very wise. 
We completely support you. Thank you. I've also made a decision. I'm going to get a butt lift. Thank God. Mia! Wow, really? That's too supportive. You can go, oh, that's nice for you, but I don't think you need it. Thank you. You're welcome. Got to love the oldies. They put me right to sleep. Is it too early for me to nap? Don't answer that, Chris. I'm off the clock. As mother always used to say, sleep with one eye open and a Swiss Army knife. Stay tuned after the break for this week's episode of Hot Goss featuring John Gabris. Thank you so much for coming on the show, Hot Goss, John Gabris. Thanks for having me on the show, Hot Goss, Allison. I'm super pumped to be here. Yeah, so uh, as you know, this show is all about rumors and gossip that we all grew up with, and then we kind of try to figure out whether or not it's actually true. Oh, I yeah. No, I knew that. I, <laughs> I was didn't, fully I aware. I didn't tell you that last part. That's the <laughs> twist of the show. So we're going to look up a girl from my high school and find out if she actually blew a dog? Well, <laughs> I know that I'm going to. <laughs> and then we could just look. At my phone. <laughs> John, that's you blowing a dog. Oh, yeah. Now I remember the story, right? <laughs> well, also, feel free to, to share any rumors that were spread about you as well. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've had the gay rumor forever. You know oh, what I mean? Oh, really? Yeah. And when did, did you first hear that people were saying that? Were they saying it to your face or well, behind yeah, your back? Well, yeah. A lot of people were saying it to my face. But okay. then I found that, like, a lot of people were actually believed me to be gay behind their back. But I... Like cl- people you were close to? Um, when I broke up with my high school girlfriend, she asked if I, it was because I was gay. Oh, interesting. And we had been having mediocre sex for <laughs> up to nine months at that point. <laughs> Why do you think she thought that? Um, I think because it was like the late 90s and uh, maybe she was so full of herself she couldn't imagine a guy that didn't want to hook up with her would probably just be gay. Great. Yeah, or I don't know. Like I had that's so fascinating. And you did you recognize that as what it was when it was happening, or were you? I got it a little bit because I was in like a gay uh, straight alliance, like an after school club for the uh, LGBT. We didn't know those letters then. It was just for the freaks, (laughs) more or less. It was ninety eight, ninety (laughs) nine. I like that you were in the group and then still referred to them as freaks. I mean, like any club that would have me as its member. Ah, got it, got it. Uh, Okay. No, but it was like. You know, I'm pretty sure everyone in that group was gay or at least just, like, could not figure out their lot. Like, you know, mm-hmm. we're just, like, looking. And so we w- I would go to that because I was interested in that. And I had, one of the kids was my friend, my friend Paul. I was, like, I knew he was gay and I, people were giving him shit about it. So I, jo- I joined and I think that didn't help my uh, – the gossip. But that gossip didn't affect me in any way. Yeah. Yeah, no. Because who cares either way? No, yeah. And who you cares? know who you are. I know who I am. I mean, you know, they bring up some valid points. <laughs> <laughs> so now I'd like to bring up potentially some gossip that really did hurt people. Oh. That, well, not necessarily. <laughs> I mean, so someone blew a dog? Is that, uh, there, was that real or? A, a... That feels like a vengeful, you know, like mm-hmm. when you get to be in college and you meet some people from other high schools, even if they're local, like tri-state area high schools, or I'm, I'm assuming there's 47 other states in America, but in. Uh, that was you, some quick math. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wrote it down on the table <laughs> right over your name. Um, oh, perfect. I, uh, I. 
you compare stories, right? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, blah, blah. and then you start to find that there's a lot of similar rumors about similar oh. type people, and you're like, oh, we were just off some. We, of course, I'm not trying to absolve myself. I participated in, like, I heard she did, you know? Like, yeah. that's what people are saying. Um, it was at a party, and, like— And it was a specific girl It was that a specific girl, yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Should I, we give her a fake name? Yeah, sure. Let's call her Miley. Okay. Fun. <laughs> I Fun and flirty. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Um, you gotta be. <laughs> uh, and my the people started that, that rumor about my and it, and then when you get to college and you're like, yeah, a girl in my school did that too. It's like, okay, no, <laughs> never mind. But um, so for this girl Miley, like, were you at that party where the rumor originated? No, and you know you what? didn't go to parties. Or? Oh, I I went to parties. Oh, cool, but. Not really. <laughs> Let's say I I was at some parties, but I didn't fully participate. Got it. Uh, yeah. Uh, so when did you first hear that that had happened? Isn't it weird? Like, I'm going to just not answer your question with, <laughs> with another hypothetical. Yeah, sure. Isn't it weird in, like, in that world of, like, the small community of a high school and, like, wow, before internet or anything like that? I feel like just everyone knew. You just knew immediately? Yeah. I just knew, and had like— had no questions? Yeah. Uh, you know— I had no questions, which is makes me such a. <laughs> I was like question. Like I'm questioning the Catholic Church of like the first. Hey, oh wait a minute! But someone's like, "This girl blew a dog." I'm like, "Gotta be true." <laughs> this random was guy in my her, hallway said it. <laughs> was it her dog? Uh oh wait, was it her? So dog? you don't even have any information. Uh, yeah, no, I apologize. I don't have that much information on something that happened to me 22 years ago. No, I mean more. I mean more that like it wasn't even like an elaborate story they were spreading. Yeah, it was like she did it. She was drunk and did it in front of people, like as a goof. As like a goof, but you know, then it, people would say like, "I heard she was into it." Which is like, <laughs> the more I'm talking about it, the more I'm upset that that's this is the story I decided to share. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's perfect because it just shows how, like, easily you just accept things. I, it, ru- it must have ruined her co- high school experience. Yeah, that's horrible. And uh, then for her to, to get to college and then, like— There's the- no dogs there. And she- <laughs> <laughs> You're right. It's terrible that I participated in that. And I would love to say it was because I was a young idiot, and it was. But, like, I'm sure, I'm sure I did that on into college. And at, even, like, my first job, you would probably— well, it's, do you do you feel like now, like you tend to like make sure that a rumor has like more like substance or like evidence before you spread it? Or yeah, you... I almost never spread anything now. Is kind of like my not go-to. love or <laughs> cream cheese for my mother. That's it. No, uh, I uh, I if I hear something, um, I don't engage. I don't like spread it on my own. Like it's I have a, to tell at least one person. Well, it's a, I'm married, so it's like a given yeah, that we have, have to, shared yeah, information. Exactly. So it's like that's my that's my get it off your chest type. Of, right. But also, if I try to give my wife any gossip, she like never knows who I'm talking about. So it doesn't Oh, feel, I don't care. I'll talk about anybody. I know, but it also is not as fun when you're like, you know, so-and-so, and they're like, who's that? And you're like, oh, you know, Brian, Brian's cousin, that guy. You know, <laughs> I like, would be so in. See, when people try to tell me gossip, I ask too many questions, and then the oh, whole I'm, story uh, falls apart. I could have told you that. That I asked too many questions? <laughs> about gossip? Yeah. <laughs> I'm on like hour five of having to show up about a rumor I had 20 plus years ago. <laughs> okay, well, we're going to end the show. Do you think that that girl actually blew that dog? No. Great. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you so much for being on the show, John Gabris. Thank you for having me. I'm going to go to therapy <laughs> right now. <laughs> Stitcher presents Gossip, written and directed by Allison Raskin, 
produced by Rachel Wolther. Sound design by Casey Holford. Starring Amanda Perez as Mia, Allison Raskin as Bethany, Victoria Rowell as Valerie, Beth Littleford as Rockin' Robin. Featuring Peter McKenzie as Hooker Bob, Toy Lee as Mrs. Chong, and Mary Sasson as the PA announcer. Story by Allison Raskin, Charlotte Lorston, and Rebecca Hanover. Casting by Shayna Markowitz. Our production manager is Talia Shea Levin. Our recording engineer is Matt Brownlee. Production assistance from Carly Guida. Our assistant editor is Lauren Kleeman. Original composition by Alessandro Tabora. Production legal by Lindsay Bowen, Kyle Brett, and Michaela Gross. Executive produced by Chris Bannon, Jenny Radelet, and Matt Sedagian. Stitcher's consulting producer is John Asante. Special thanks to Westlake Studios, Matt Gorley, and SAG-AFTRA. Gossip is a production of Stitcher. For more information, visit gossippodcast.com. Stitcher.